I can just imagine him in a meeting. You know, yes, this is the contract I've been waiting for. Thank you very much, Steve. Thank you very much, Jerry. And he signs his name, and then he stands up and he says, I'm going to go ahead and have the surgery now. You can't turn the football over 17 times and think you're going to win a game. Can't do it. Won't do it. When it came to the big payday, Dak, you got your money. I mess up his name. I can't even get this. That's a kitty. That's a kitty? That's a kitty. But at the same time, oh, we're going to shackle them in? We're going to take over? <laughs> you are not Diana Prince. This is not Themyscira. I saw it coming. That's why I went solo. You'll never see me coming. Trouble in Boomer Soonerland? Welcome to every living and breathing intelligent biped on the planet Earth to this sick show. It's your boy, the man, the myth, the hashtag legend. In my own mind, big day talking not only sports, but news of all kinds. Also, welcome to those checking us out on this sick podcast on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Overcast, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. And also, always want to give a shout out to all my sick listeners over in the land of the Lucky Charms, Ireland, Hong Kong, the birthplace of Koshila. Morocco, the land of the rolling R's, with their awesome Swedish meatballs swimming in a big bowl of marinara. Portugal, the home of ports. Canada, the home of that delicious maple syrup. I'm coming to see you, Canada, sooner than you think you better have me some maple syrup and some pancakes. Mexico, the home of avocado from Mexico. Pakistan, thank you, come again. Thailand, home of the Thais. Germany. Don't Peru Home of the Lemas India Shining bright like a diamond The Netherlands Home of Wooden Shoes Brazil Home of the greatest soccer player ever Bending it like Beckham Mr. Pele And yes These United States of America. Is there trouble in Boner Sooner land? Yes, there is. The Oklahoma Sooners had a problem. And it was with one of their staff on Sunday. Mr. Cal Gundy, an assistant head coach of the Oklahoma Sooners resigned after using offensive language during a film session last week. The 50-year-old coach made the decision in a statement on social media and a statement from Oklahoma 
He had been with the program since 1999 and Gundy is the brother of Mr. Mike Gundy. You know, the head coach of uh, Oklahoma State. Mr. Come After Me. I'm a man. You don't come out. I'm 40. Well, he was 40 when he said that back then. He might be 52, 53, something like that. So if this is his brother and he's 50, come after Cal. He's a man. He's 50. <laughs> um, uh, Gundy was on the Sooner staff for all of their 14 conference titles and the national championship season in 2000 under former coach Bob Stoops. Gundy said in the statement that he read a word off a player's iPad he should have never uttered. This is what he said. He said, quote, I owe it to Sooner Nation to be transparent about what led to this decision. Last week, during a film session, I instructed my players to take notes. I noticed the player was distracted and picked up his iPad and read aloud words that were written on his screen. The words displayed had nothing to do with football, he said. One particular word that I should have never under any circumstance have uttered was displayed on the screen and in that moment I did not even realize what I was reading and I said and as soon as I did I was horrified he went on to say quote I want to be very clear the words I read aloud from that screen were not my words what I said was not malicious it wasn't even intentional and still I am more mature enough to know that the word I said was shameful and hurtful what did you say what did you say coach it had to be the ninja word and the fact that it was on somebody else's iPad shouldn't they be held responsible for that because like he said these were not my words this was somebody else's words and I'm sure this this player whoever this player is I'm not putting him out there I'm not putting no names out there whoever this player is was probably you know writing something texting back and forward or writing a memo or something he to, to one of his friends and he was talking about you know my ninja and he's probably cursing and saying some other insane stuff some vile vulgar stuff on there I'm sure because that's how this generation did they don't even take a thought about what they're saying before they say it then they say it then they look back and say I shouldn't say it then they got in trouble well the same thing happened for Coach Gundy Kale Gundy that is not Mike Gundy not I'm a man I'm 40 you come after me not him his brother like I said it was on somebody else's iPad so to me he should be held responsible for that but we all know how it goes and more than likely it probably was the ninja word and if it was ninja how was it used in the context if he was reading it did he look at the player and say you stupid ninja or I'm tired of you ninjas saying the word ninja and and or, or, or did he say something like you know you 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 ninja let me see that iPad ninja I mean, did he, did he just go into a tyrant and say, all of you are ninjas. You a ninja, you a ninja, you a ninja, and you a ninja. From the sound of it, it sounds like this was an honest mistake, but 
people have said more. There's some people that have said more and have gotten less or, or, or had to resign over what they said. But if he, if he was using it very derogatory, ninja this, ninja that, my ninja, all you ninjas, then I can see, yeah, you you need to go. You you needed to go. But I don't think that's what he did. Oklahoma coach Brent Venables, who is in his first season as a Sooners head coach, said those associated with the program are all accountable for our actions and the resulting outcomes. It's with sadness that I accept Coach Gundy's resignation, Venables said. He's uh, uh, dedicated more than half his life to Oklahoma football and has served our program and university well. We're thankful for that commitment. But you let him go. You accepted the resignation, Coach Venable. Or or can I call him Coach Vegetable? Or will people be offended by me calling him Coach Vegetable? Because that's the culture we live in now. You can't you can't say nothing about nobody anymore or you you know we're going to cancel you or you're going to resign or you're going to lose your post or you're going to lose whatever. And we're going to hold you accountable for your work. First of all, can I say this? Ain't nobody on this planet Jesus Christ. Ain't nobody on this planet other than Jesus Christ ever died for my sins on the cross. No, 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 no. Hung, bled and died for my sins on the cross. So that I would obtain mercy from the Almighty. So I, if I say something wrong and then you're going to try to cancel me because of, yeah. you're passing judgment. You shouldn't be passing judgment. The word says you shouldn't pass judgment. You, If you pass judgment on somebody else, you're going to be judged too. Oh, well, oh, here we go. I don't understand this culture. They act like they can say anything, do anything, and there be no repercussion for your actions. I don't understand it. People can't make a mistake. You can't make a mistake anymore. You can't afford to make a mistake because the kangaroo court of opinion in social media will will, will take it out of context and take a one minute and 30 second excerpt Put it on TikTok and say this is what he said and this is what he meant and it couldn't be further from the truth. I'm just telling you, I'm I'm sick of the foolishness because that's absolute foolishness. Y'all don't know what that man means, if he meant it or not. Did he say it in a way that was derogatory? If he did, other players would have stepped up and said, no, nah, coach, you wrong for that. So no. Okay. Let me go on. Joe Mixon, who's with the Cincinnati Bengals, Mixon went to Oklahoma and he defended his former coach, Kale Gundy. After the coach resigned, Mixon, who played for Oklahoma in 2015 and 2016, said in a letter to the school that Gundy was not a racist and owed uh, who he was to Coach Gundy He said quote Most important Coach Gundy is not And I repeat Is not a racist in any way Nor has a racist bone In his body Mind or soul 
Mixon said, I grew up in the Bay Area and went to school, obviously in Oklahoma, and I knew I know racist. I have witnessed both obvious and discreet forms of racism and have known and detested even more actual racist. Coach Gundy is the furthest thing from this type of person. And I spent every day for the thousand days I was in Norman with him, and I never saw anything that would lead anyone to believe this or think this. He went on to say, during my years at OU, there was one constant and that was Coach Gundy. He was always there for me and all of my teammates. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, winter, spring, summer, fall. No favor was too big, no ask was too small, no advice, too meaningless. Right there, he's telling you, this is not that man's character. And anybody who knew this man's character, who knows this man's character right now, would probably tell you the same thing. That's a black man. That is a young black man talking about his former assistant coach. And he's telling you, I've been around him more than most people have been around him. And I've never seen him use a racist slang, even, even said anything close to being racist. And now he basically resigns. I believe he was forced to resign because Boomer Sooner Nation didn't want to stand behind this man. And this man been behind y'all for 14 years. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Why? Why, 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 why? When somebody has given you that much time, do you not give them the benefit of a doubt? I can tell you right now, my pastor at the Life of Christ Family Church in Lancaster, Texas, Apostle Urban Brown, that was a situation when somebody said something about me and they said, oh, Brother Day is trying to do da da da. Brother Day is trying to do Brother Day. Brother Day is out of order. Brother Day, this and that. that. And my pastor stood up and said, That's not his character. That's a lie. That's not who he is. Where's the people of Norman? Where's the people at the University of Oklahoma to stand up for Coach Kale Gundy and say, That's not his character. That's not who he is. Oh, but you're going to sit back and just let him. Take the brunt of it, take the blame of it, and then let him resign. Yeah, no, no. I guarantee you this. My grandchildren, they decide and they say, oh, I want to go to Oklahoma University. They won't be going. Because obviously, Oklahoma don't have your back. All right. When we come back. We're going to talk about this Britney Griner situation again. Of course, I'm going to have my say. So, you can stick and stay right here on this sick show. Stay tuned for more This Sick Show with Big Day along the BGC Sports Network. Welcome back to part two 
of this sick show. Y'all better get ready because football season is basically here. Right here on the BGC Sports Network as football tonight makes its comeback. Will be, and I say will, we will be covering the Crowley Eagles who moved up to 6A from 5A on the BGC Sports Network and will be covering the 4A Dunbar Wildcats in their bid to get back in the playoffs again and not be one and done. Get on to that state championship in 4A. We'll be covering that on the BGC Sports Network too. Now, you can go to our website at bgcsports.net and you can look for each page. There are different pages. 6A FTN broadcast for the Crowley Eagles and 4A FTN broadcast for the Dunbar Wildcats. Either way, we're covering football and it's football tonight and it's back starting August 26th and 27th on both the BGC Sports Network and the BGC Sports Network 2. I am excited about football season. I think everybody's excited about football season because there's been a little lull this year in between and people are like going crazy, stir crazy at home. They're like, I gotta get some football! I need to get some football! Basketball is over! I'm not into baseball. I need some football. That's what people are saying. I know they are. I I know of a few people who are pulling out their scalp because, you know, they don't really have hair up there. But anyway, (laughs) and neither do I. I don't have no hair up there, really. I mean, if you look, see my hair right now, I look like, I look like Homie the Clown off of In Living Color. You remember Homie the Clown? Missing that big spot up on top and the hair growing around the side. Yeah, that's what I look like right about now. But I'm going to fix that tonight. Because I ain't going to be walking around here looking like scary Mary. Oh, I guess now anybody named Mary because I said scary. Oh, you offended now. So I got to hand in my resignation because you offended because I said scary Mary. I mean, that's the culture we living in. Anyway, let me get to this Brittany Griner story. The WNBA and the NBA called for the release of Brittany Griner after the two-time Olympic gold medalist was found guilty of drug charges and sentenced to nine friggin' years in prison on last Thursday. Nine years. Nine years in a Russian prison because you carry cannabis oil. And the reason why they're saying that it's so offensive to them in Russia, they're trying to say that she was there distributing the drug. Like, none of them get high over there. Anyway, that's, that's that's a whole nother story. WNBA Commissioner Kathy Engelbert and NBA Commissioner Adam Silver maintained in a joint statement shortly after the news of Griner's sentencing um, that she was wrongfully detained, echoing the sentiment of the White House. 
They said that the verdict and sentencing is unjustified and unfortunate, but not unexpected. With Brittany Griner remains uh, remaining wrongfully detained. The WNBA and NBA's commitment to her safe return has not wavered, and it is our hope that we are near the end of this process of finally bringing her home to the United States of America. President Biden issued a statement calling the trial and subsequent sentence unacceptable. Russia doesn't like the fact that we're calling it unacceptable. Biden said he calls on Russia to release her immediately. He said, my extreme administration will continue to work tirelessly and pursue every possible avenue to bring her and Paul Whelan home safely as soon as possible. Prosecutors in Brittany Griner's case asked for a 9.5 year sentence, but the court came down with a nine year sentence, calling themselves given leniency because she pleaded guilty. She's also been fined 1 million rubles in American dollars at $16,200. Six-time WNBA All-Star and current head coach of the South Carolina Gamecocks, Miss Dwan Staley, took to social media to react to the news of Britney sentencing. There's a lot of people went on Twitter who took exception to the sentencing. I pretty much knew it was coming down to that. I know my past shows, if you go back and listen to the past shows on this sick podcast, on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and all the rest of them that I mentioned at the beginning of the show, I'm not going to go down that list right now. Amazon Music too. You go back and listen to the shows where I was talking about, I told you, this was going to happen because of what all is going on right now with Ukraine because we are helping Ukraine and because of other situations with her personally Russia was going to throw the book at her and the fact that they're now ready to do a swap Something else they said, and I was watching CNN the other day. They said whatever they're going to talk about with the United States, as far as a swap for Britney and other dude, Paul. They said, we don't want you telling your people, don't go on the media, don't don't go on television, tell talking junk. Don't say nothing. Let's negotiate behind the scenes. Get this done. So y'all can be out of our hair. We can be out of yours. And we can go on and continue to do what we're doing in Ukraine. That's basically what they want to do. The United States jumped the gun and said something about a prisoner swap way before this sentence came down. I, I believe that's why they gave it the nine years. Because United States and Russia... Let's, let's just say this. Our relationship is strained. It's strained to the max. I don't think we've been. But we are far from friends with Russia now. Rebecca Koffler, a Russian-born 
former U.S. intelligence officer and expert on Russia and Vladimir Putin. Told Fox News Digital on Thursday that the road ahead in negotiating a deal to secure Griner's release will not be an easy one to navigate. She said Ms. Griner is a victim of the crisis of the U.S.-Russian relations. The U.S.-Russian relations right now is the worst in history. And in the aftermath of Russia's invasion of Ukraine, it ain't gotten worse. It hasn't gotten better. It's just gotten worse. She said it will be a very long road for her, especially in the light of the fact that the U.S. side consider Ms. Griner's arrest as illegitimate, despite the fact that Brittany admitted to having broken Russian law. End of quote. That tells you right there. That gives you an inside look at the thought of Russia and Vladimir. Poo. <laughs> I just like to say that word, poo. Does Vladimir go around his office all day long, poo? Think about it. When Putin poots, does he call it a poot or does he call it a fart? Or when Putin farts, does he call it a fart or does he call it a poot? Ten. I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to get into mind, in, into this dude's mind. I'm, I'm trying to just, just, you know, <laughs> make something out of nothing. This lady's right, Rebecca Kovler. She's right. In the midst of what's going on with Ukraine, Russia wants what it wants. Russia wants to tell the United States how to run their business. They want what they want. And here's the thing you don't want to happen. Because reports say uh, from CNN and Fox News and other ones, she's in a detainment unit right now. She could be in this detainment unit for about six months, but then after six months, she goes into general population. She goes into the internment camp, which I've heard is no joke over in Russia, men or women. And so that's the risk that you're running, playing, and I hate to use this terminology, Russian roulette with this case. If you really want Britney home, then we need to we need to be quiet. We need to be quiet, and we need to be working behind the scenes. Uh, Congresswoman uh, uh, um, Sheila Jackson Lee, I think it was her. She was talking about we need to put every card on the table that we have to get her and Paul Whelan here. She was also saying she said uh, something about we have a prisoner that's over in Europe and. This prisoner committed some atrocities over in Europe, and that's going to be a hard thing getting that prisoner released. But the other prisoner that we have in the United States, he ain't even worth it. He ain't worth nothing to us. Just go on and just give it to him. In this case, give them what they want. But here's the problem. The United States ain't going to bend and break. For nobody. And 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 that's called pride. It's the US pride that is at stake right now. Yeah, I said it because it has to be said. 
We're so prideful of the United States. We, we ain't got to listen to nobody. We ain't got to do nothing. It's just like when Nancy Pelosi went over to, uh, to Taiwan. Uh, China was saying, "You don't, don't do it. You bet, don't you do it. You bet not. Don't cross that line. I bet you, you bet not cross that line." And the United States is sitting over here like, "You ain't about to do nothing." We go where we want to go because we're the United States of America. You talking all that, man. You ain't about to do nothing. And it's pride. And Nancy Pelosi went over there. And now, relationship, which wasn't really that good with China, is severely strained now. Same thing with Russia. Putin was like, comrade, you do better. No, United States better not go help uh, Ukraine. They help Ukraine, then we're not going to deal with the United States. And oh, grab that Britney Kleiner and bring her over here and, 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 and get her with something, 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 so we can hold her. And then we can do this, uh, this swap. And we can get our comrades back from the United States of America and from Europe by using her and his poor Wheeling. As bit. How did I go from Russian to Irish to Scotland? All in one breath. <laughs> I don't know how I did that. Anyway, this plays right into Russia's hand. This is what they want. The Biden administration keeps saying she's wrongfully detained. It clashes with the legal system of Russia. Putin is doing everything possible to make Washington acknowledge this case legitimate. And truthfully, Putin has all the power to release Brittany Griner, even if she's convicted. But he's not going to do it until he gets maximum concessions out of the Biden administration. End of quote from Ms. Koffler. Koffler, Koffler. Is it Koffler? Koffler. How you say her name again? Rebecca Koffler. She's right. She's absolutely right. Putin is not going to bend. He's not going to break. He's not going to put up with no foolishness until the United, admits, the United States admits, yeah, she broke your law. Okay. Okay. Yeah, she broke your law. So let's go ahead and get this done with and make the trade right now. You want this dude? Okay. Yeah, take this dude. I mean, it's it's pride. It's pride. That's all it is. Proud Mary, keep on rolling. Rolling. Rolling on the river. <laughs> but we've always had that cavalier attitude in the United States of America. Now, I'm not speaking against my country to down my country I'm just saying when it comes to international stuff we have this cavalier attitude that we are the United States and we don't bend to nobody we don't make uh, what you call it concessions to terrorists the United States will never do that okay what, what, what are we willing to do 
to get one of our people back here in the United States? What are we willing to do? We will, we will not, uh, what you call it, with terrorists. We, we will not negotiate with terrorists. This ain't a terrorist. This is a whole country. This is Russia under Putin. What, what, what you gonna do, Biden? What you gonna do? The secretaries of states? <laughs> what you gonna do? Washington? What you gonna do? So, I, I just know we we need to do what we got to do to get her and Paul Willen back over here. And, and, and you know, skip the other stuff, the other talk about the other stuff and why they're detaining the whole night. Skip all that. What is the United States willing to do is, is the question right now. It's the elephant in the room. It's the monkey on the table, whatever you want to call it. What are we willing to do to get those two back? This is not the time for pride to intervene when we're talking about an American citizen needing to come home from other Russia oh and before we go to commercial break don't nobody else go to Russia don't nobody else go to Russia thinking you're gonna go over there and ain't gonna be detained just don't 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 do it take it off your vacation plans your vacation destinations do not go to Russia for nothing Keep your butt home. So we don't have to go through this no more. All right. When we come back, we got to talk about Nichelle Nichols, Lieutenant Uhura. I'm going to play this segment again because she speaks in her own words, and, and, and I want to allow her to speak in her own words. She passed away at the age of 89. So you don't want to miss that. That's coming up next. Don't go anywhere. Keep it in tune right here to this sick show. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more This Sick Show with Big Day along the BGC Sports Network. Welcome back to part three of This Sick Show. Are you needing a quick, fast, safe, and reliable moving company? Well, search no more because Midnight Hour Moving has you covered. At Midnight Hour Moving, their goal is to provide hassle-free moves from start to finish. Midnight Hour Moving can also provide packing supplies, safe and secure warehouse storage. Plus, they can move you anywhere in the great state of Texas, both to and from the DFW. So call Midnight Hour Moving today at 817-399-1300. That's 817-399-1300. Or go to MidnightHourMoving.com and get moving. All right. Like I was saying in that second segment on Sunday, July 31st, 2022, we lost two of the greats on this planet. We lost the legend Bill Russell, the legend, the icon. And we lost another icon and a legend in Nichelle Nichols. You knew her as Nyota 
Uhura from Star Trek, the original series. I want to give you a little information about her. Went on Wikipedia, pulled this information off. She was born Grace Dale Nichols, born on December 28, 1932. She was an actress, singer, and dancer, best known for her portrayal on the original Star Trek series as the Lieutenant Uhura. Nichelle Nichols' portrayal of Uhura was groundbreaking for African-American actresses on American television. From 1977 until 2015, Nichols volunteered her time to promote NASA's programs and to recruit diverse astronauts, including women and ethnic minorities. Grace Dale Nichols was born the third of six children on December 28, 1932 in Robbins, Illinois, a suburb of Chicago, to Samuel Earl Nichols, a factory worker who was elected both town mayor of Robbins in 1929, and its chief magistrate and his wife, Leisha Parks Nichols, who was a homemaker. Later, the family moved into an apartment in the Woodlawn neighborhood of Chicago. Nichols attended Inglewood High School from where she graduated in 1951. Nichols also studied in New York City and in Los Angeles. Now, her break came in an appearance of Kicks and Company. Kicks and Company. I have no idea what Kicks and Company is, but she was in it. All right, hold up. I lost my place. Okay. Oscar Brown's highly touted but ill-fated 1961 musical. Uh, it was uh, in a thinly veiled satire of, uh, you know, The Bunny magazine. She played Hazel Sharp, a what they would call voluptuous campus queen who was being tempted by the devil. And mm, I can't say this word because this is a Christian um, station. What's it called when you when a bunch of people get together and they know each other? Magazine. Okay. Uh, to become know each other, magazines maiden of the month. You know what? I I I'm sorry, I'm blushing right now because I didn't really read this part <laughs> before I did this. Now I'm reading it. Okay. Um, although the play uh, closed after a short run in Chicago, Nichols uh, attracted the attention of Hugh Hefner, the publisher of, you know, The Bunny, who <laughs> booked her for his Chicago Bunny Club. She also appeared in the role of Carmen for his Chicago Stock Company production of Carmen Jones and performed in the New York production of Porgy and Bess. Between acting and singing engagements, Nichols did occasional modeling work. In 1967, Nichols also was featured on the cover of Ebony Magazine and had two feature articles in the publication in five years. Nichols toured the United States, Canada, and Europe as a singer with Duke Ellington and Lionel Hampton. On the West Coast, she appeared in The Roar of the Grease Paint and For My People, and she garnished uh, garnered high praise for her performance in the James Baldwin play Blues for Mr. Charlie. Star Trek is what she was known for. And in 1964, that's when she came on the screen 
as Lieutenant Uhura. Nichols was the first black woman featured in a major television series. Her prominent supporting role as a bridge officer was unprecedented. Nichols was once tempted to leave the series. However, a conversation, which we're going to play in just a little bit, uh, with Martin Luther King Jr. changed her mind. And she went ahead and stayed to the end of the first season. And then after that, for more seasons as well. She was, how can we put it? Outstanding in everything that she did. And she was noticed by Dr. King and other people. Um, <laughs> Nichols went to Gene Roddenberry's office. She told him she was planned to leave. She handed him a letter of resignation. Roddenberry tried to convince. Nichols to stay but to no avail so he told her to take the weekend off and if she felt that she should leave then he would give her his blessing and that weekend Nichols attended a banquet that was being run by the NAACP where she was informed that a fan really wanted to meet her now I want to talk a little bit before we get into the fan meeting her uh, I've got about two good minutes yeah two good minutes Maybe a minute and 30. But she did a lot at NASA. And former NASA astronaut Mae Jameson cited Nichols' role as Lieutenant Uhura as her inspiration for wanting to become an astronaut. And Whoopi Goldberg also spoke of Nichols' influence. Goldberg asked for a role on Star Trek The Next Generation and the character Guinan was specially created for Whoopi Goldberg while Jameson appeared on an episode of The Series. The biggest thing about her being Lieutenant Ohura came in November twenty uh, November twenty second of nineteen sixty eight. That was the year I was born. On an episode called Plato's Stepchildren, and the episode is where the first interracial kiss on U.S. television uh, happened, and it was William Shatner, Captain Kirk, and Nichelle Nichols Ohura, and they kissed, and it was groundbreaking. A lot of people was upset. But she was totally fine with it. She said, I'm totally fine with it. I'm good. <laughs> so she she to say the least broke down barriers. Her and uh uh you know with the help of William William Shatner and Gene Roddenberry. But now's the time, and this is a special time. I wanted to do this, and I wanted you to hear. In her own voice, what she had to say when she met Dr. Martin Luther King and what he told her. I believe it was an NAACP fundraiser, but it might not have been, but I, th I think it was. Um, and so I went to do this on that Saturday night, and I had just been taken to the dais and sat down. When the organizer came over and said, Miss Nichols, uh, how are you? And blah, blah, blah. And he said, um, listen, um, there's someone here who said he is your biggest fan. And he's looking sharpy, you know. And, and he said, and he's desperate to meet you. He wants, really wants to meet you. And I said, oh, thank you. Now I'm no, you know, lots of fan mail, and I've seen it, the shows, and they're oh, they're being on for you know, and 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 
and the ones that I got to see because usually I didn't get home until after the show was over. <laughs> I didn't see the most of Star Trek that I was in until the reruns. <laughs> and um, and I was on hiatus at best. Um, so I got, I said, certainly. And I stand up and turn and I'm thinking, it's a Star Trek fan. He said, it's a Star Trek fan. I'm looking for a young man who's a Star Trek fan. I turn, and instead of fan, there's th this face the world knows with this beautiful smile on it. And I remember thinking, whoever that fan is, is going to have to wait because Dr. King, Dr. Martin Luther King, my leader, is walking toward me, not 10 feet away, uh, with a beautiful smile on his face. And then this man says, yes, Miss Nichols, I am that fan. I am your best fan, your greatest fan. And my family are your greatest fans. As a matter of fact, this is the only show on television that my wife, Coretta, and I will allow our little children to watch, to stay up and watch. Because it's on past their bedtime and I said which was all that I was able to say my mouth just opened and closed he said we admire you greatly you know and I he said some more things and and the the manner in which you've created this role uh, has dignity and so forth and and he said you know um, and before he said I said Dr. King thank you so much um, and then I got the courage to say and I really am going to miss my co-stars and he said what do you mean dead serious what are you talking about? I said, well, I've had an off... He said, you cannot... And I said, well, I've, I'm going to leave Star Trek because I'm ha going to, say, have an offer to star in... in, in I never got that far. I said, well, I'm leaving Star Trek. He's, he said, you cannot. You cannot. And I felt like that little boy, Willis. What are you talking about, Dr. King? <laughs> But you know I didn't say that. No, but I was taken aback, and I, I didn't say anything. I just looked at him. He said, "Don't you understand what this man has achieved? Is is achieving or something?" This, and I thought, "Deja vu all over again." I just looked at him. He said. For the first time on television, we will be seen as we should be seen every day. As intelligent, quality, beautiful people who can sing, dance, and but who can go into space. Who can be lawyers, who can be teachers, who can be professors, who are in this day. And yet you don't see it on television until now. And he went on, uh, uh, so, so many of the things, 
perhaps some of the things he, he said, but I could say nothing. I just stood there realizing every word that he was saying was the truth. And he said, if you leave, Michelle, Gene Roddenberry has opened a door for the world to see us. If you leave, that door can be closed because you see, your role is not a black role. And it's not a female role. He can fill it with anything, including an alien. And at that moment, the world tilted for me. And I knew then, I didn't want to know it because I was going to go through some more turmoil for the rest of the week. And, but I knew that I was something else, that the world was not the same. And that's all I could think of as Dr. King. Everything that he had said. The world sees us for the first time as we should, should be seen. Wow. Can you imagine Dr. King saying that to you? That's inspiration enough right there to keep going for anybody. She's going to be missed. She was awesome. She was a role model. Thank you, Lieutenant Uhura. I'm done. Hey, thank you for tuning in to this sick show. Coming up next is that hashtag brother of baseball, Mr. Willie F. Team Jr. He's going to keep you in the know. And make sure you come back right here on the BGC Sports Network and the BGC Sports Network too. And listen to this. Sick! Show. Whoa, Whoa.